You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Pit Pass Radio. America's weekly motorcycle talk show. I got me a date with some of the motocrosses up around the way. Your source for weekly updates on what's happening in the world of motorcycle racing. Do you know how fast you're going? Industry news, trends, the people involved. I'm Ricky Carmichael. This is Kevin Schwartz. This is Josh Tima. This is Kelly Smith. This is Travis Latron. This is Jeremy McGrath. And now, Pit Pass Radio. Well, the first hour went by uh, lickety split. Lickety split. Thank you very much. I was waiting for Jack to uh, fill in there, but uh, he's apparently busy producing the program. He's a busy man. Uh, yeah, in studio, uh, we're we're happy the gang's all back together again. Rom- Roman Avila and uh, PJ Duran. Roman, you're working for uh, outside of the industry right now. You're in motorhomes and 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 various forms of large transportation. What's the brand name? Yeah, I work for Kettleson RV. Kettleson, good people in, in Desoto, um, Iowa. Okay, right off the Desoto exit there. Um, yeah, they've got a. Uh, this is their second store. They they've got a big store up in Hiawatha. Uh, they do a lot of a lot of great things. Uh, they're very people oriented, so um, I'm hoping to uh, continue that employment. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, see where this goes, and hey, maybe get a new toy hauler someday. That'd be cool. And also, uh, PJ Duran in the studio, and he appears uh, uh, courtesy of our good friends at Hicklin Power Sports in Grimes, Iowa. Where right now, everything from uh, what was it, uh, calendar 2017, is it almost gone or all gone? I think it's all gone. We, yeah, we. I don't think there's any holdovers of anything. We, My we God, closed they loaded them out. you up quick on, on both Yamaha and KTM. This this year so it was a banner pieces. year. We sold more sport bikes this year. It was it was crazy. How are you it's doing on side by sides? Uh, we're selling a heck of a lot of them. Are you? Yep, absolutely. And, and the com- new 19s are rolling in. Coming up, the uh, the season that everybody looks forward to, of course, the winter season when you get to ride the uh, the, the the sleds snowmobiles snowmobiles are hitting the floor we've got them out and on the floor now pulled the watercraft off so if you want a deal on a jet ski come see us uh, or watercraft I, I think my wife's ready to uh get a side-by-side she keeps poking and prodding and kind of making comments about you hey. i remember there was a guy you sold a, a a beautiful sled to and i don't don't remember this the, the the brand name but uh he had it in his garage on a trailer and he started it up and kept running it and uh, burn up the motor right yes that unfortunately has happened and hopefully he uh i won't remember his name so we won't call him out for uh a rather I happen to have his name right here yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't remember the name, but um, there are certain things that you do and don't want to do. And if you want the expert advice, look for our good friends at Hicklin Power Sports in Grimes. Tony, all right. Uh, guest hour number one, or excuse me, hour number two, take off is Matthew Skoltz. Finished out the 2018 Moto America Superbike season in fourth place overall. He scored eight podiums in the season nice. and one win. He joins us now, Matthew. Welcome back to Pit Pass. Are you? Uh, Hi guys. How are, how Thank was the season? Me. Yeah, it's good. No, man, uh, you know, perfect. It was uh, our first full year out in the Superbike class, and I think we did, you know, really, really um, uh, well for one of these smaller privateer teams. You know, like you were saying, we got eight podiums, 
one um, heat victory down in Koida, and I think we got two um, poles. So it was a really, really good season for us. 2017 really was your breakout year, though, wasn't it? Yes, uh, definitely. That was my my first full season, yeah. And you killed it in your first season, getting your first super bike win on a super stock class bike. No one will forget that ever. Uh, it was an impressive run that you had in 17, Matthew. And you've had a great season here in 18 as a super fan of the series and you in particular and the whole Westby operation. I want to know. It's killing me. Are you, are you locked down for next year? Are we going to see you on that uh, Yamalu bike again? Because, man, you guys are just seems like you're coming on stronger every race. I mean, um, we haven't signed contract yet, uh, yet, but it's pretty much um, uh, sorted that I'll be back with the Yamalu Westby guys uh, for the 2019 season, and I'm really looking forward to it. You know, we've been talking a lot, and we're looking at getting some new parts with the motorcycle and hopefully be running um, uh, up front uh, for 2019. When you, when you sign that contract, do you sign it uh, in English or do you sign it? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> in English, yeah? Yeah, okay, just I would hope to, so. Just wanted to know. Yeah. Hey, Matthew, uh, so when does testing for the 19 season begin? And also, are you planning on returning to South Africa in between now and then? Are you going to do any racing there? Is it just kind of vacation see the family friends type scenario what's so what's going on um i think we have our first test coming up on the 29th of uh, this um, uh, month i think we're going to to vir with the tre track day guys which i'm really looking forward uh, to you know hopefully we can get some of the 2019 bits coming in and hopefully test that you know and just uh, get ourselves prepped uh, for next year did you and, just uh, i'll be going i'll be going home just to Go see friends and family, chill out, but I'll be coming back here um, uh, you know, shortly. I've basically moved my whole life here, you know, so I'm looking forward to it. Didn't you just do some tire testing at uh, Barber? Yes, uh, that was last week, um, uh, Tuesday, after the Motor America round there. You know, done up his license just to test a couple of tires, and, you know, some were good, some weren't so good, but overall I think it was a really positive test for us. When you when you're doing a test like that, you're talking about obviously you're on the on the Westby R1 at the test. Um, when you're doing a test like that, are you limited to just testing tires, or do you also get to put some time in and, and testing some some uh, some other doodads and, and and that kind of thing that you guys maybe in hindsight wanted to try in the season but didn't get a chance? Uh, we definitely got a couple of laps that we could test out some things that we wanted to try, but it was mainly a, a uh, Dunlop test, so we did definitely spend most of our time testing for them and giving them feedback on the tires. But we also put a couple of private, uh, private laps in, and I think that everything went really, really you know, um, uh, well for us, and things were for 2019 and looking pretty positive. Matthew, as a racer, I know this may fall out of your purview, out of your area of concern, but it was recently announced... Uh, that Dunlop Racing uh, Tire Support, the uh, American distributor who's handled it for decades now, Mr. Brubaker and his wife, they are folding up tent and they're turning the leaf and going to do something else with their lives. Is Does that even impact a rider at, at your level? I mean, certainly I would think uh, knowing who's going to be giving you tires is, is probably somewhat of a concern, or do you leave that all to the crew chief and ride on? 
you know, I'll definitely leave that up to the Yamalu from the West Street guys. You know, to me, I'm just the guy who, you know, hops on and just rides with them as quick as I can. I give them feedback to where I think we can make the bike, you know, a better performance wise. Whether we riding, you know, Dunlop, Michelin, whatever, you know, um, my job is just to be there and just to ride uh, uh, quickly. <laughs> There's this guy named uh, Josh Hayes. I don't know if you've heard of him. But, oh, no, never. But uh, I understand he rode the second Westby R1 Superbike at the test that you were yes, just yes. at. What, what were his impressions of the bike? Did he did he have you any, any kind of input or, or is there uh, – and is there any possibility that we're going to see him back on the grid in 2019? Um, I know that for us, we would love to have um, uh, Josh Hayes join us you know, next year, but it's all coming down to finance, and I think finding the budget for us. But you know, I think the test was just to get Josh to give us feedback on what he rode in the 2017 season on the um, uh, Graves R1, and just basically try to give us feedback from that to riding um, our um, motorcycle. And, you know, I definitely think that, that what uh, Josh said, uh, we definitely hold in high on the, like, um, steed. But he's obviously raced at the top for so, so many um, years. And it's never a bad deal to have a multi-time champion uh, around to throw some feedback. But, again, clearly he was there for the same purpose you were. That was to give feedback to Dunlop. Uh, I'm sure they appreciated your and his feedback. What do, I mean, the, the R1 is now a very proven mount. It's uh, clearly uh, one of the fastest bikes uh, on the grid. Are you guys, uh, I understand, Year two, the, your program should be expanding, assuming, again, you're coming back with Westby. Is there a lot of room yet in the motorcycle? I mean, I don't foresee, or at least we haven't heard, Yamaha's making any major updates to the chassis or the machine. I'm sure it's down to race teams like yours and, and your preparation. Is there a lot of room that you guys uh, think you can make improvements with the bike, given the right parts, or is it, are you, or is it down to setup? You know, um, I think that as things are, you know, now for the 2019 season, we're not 100% sure which uh, manufacturer we we will be joining, but it looks like it will be back on the um, Yamaha R1. And, you know, to me, I think we can definitely find a little bit more um, um, speed out of the Yamaha, but I think the biggest step forward for us will be getting the um, the magnetic Morelli system, which basically controls the traction control and how the bike spins and the wheeling out of corners and so on. And to be clear, that's the the very system that the top world superbike teams are using essentially, as well as, you know, other teams uh, throughout the world in various series. That is the proven go-to, go-fast control system, right? For sure, yeah. You mean, you can look at the um, uh, Graves team, the uh, Yosh team, and the bike that uh, that Joshua Meheran were, were on. They were all using the um, uh, Marilli system, and I definitely think that that should be a, a step in the right direction for us. Were you, what were you guys running this year? Just factory uh, YEC parts? Is that uh, fair? Yes, yes yeah. Uh, just the kit box. Is it? Uh, you think it's a big disadvantage for for the guys that don't have that those resources at their at their disposal? I mean, do you think you it's a is it a really big deal, or is, or is it a 
you think that they can win on that plat on a stock platform, basically, or or at least be competitive? No, you, I don't think that you'll find seconds. But I think that we kind of at that at the point now where we're trying to find you know one tenth here, one one tenth there, you know, and I definitely think that it could could help us move um forward with the with the motorcycle. And you definitely had. Uh... You definitely had some outings this year where uh, tenths might have mattered. There were some definitely close finishes throughout the season. You finished really in a really strong fourth place, Matthew, uh, given that perhaps uh, you didn't have the uh, state of the art. Uh, a couple, I'm sure that's not the only component, but certainly one that would be most mentionable. Um, what do you see uh, happening uh, in the coming season with the uh, retirement of Mr. Hayden? I mean, have you uh, got any info on that front? I know it's, again, outside of your purview, you're worried about your visor down on a race bike. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've got the uh, Wasserman management group helping me out, and I try not to get um, uh, involved in those kind of things. You know, I just like to rock up to the track, put my shield down, just ride hard. And, you know, I just kind of let the um, uh, management side to take care of those things. Washington's pretty big, and, and they've uh, they've got a lot of other racer athletes that they they uh, that they represent as well. Can you uh, – Is that is that Lou Wasserman's kid? <clears throat> is that who it is? Uh, Hollywood, Hollywood great. I mean, i got to believe it is. I don't know, honestly. Okay. Maybe Matthew can answer that. Sure, yeah. I was actually asking you, Matthew, not, not, you. Sure, yeah. <laughs> not you. My bad, you were looking at me. It's radio. Well, I, I, I know it's radio. You they, often. Didn't, they didn't I just, know that, but yeah, I don't expect were... you to answer all the questions I <laughs> offer, though. That's how this radio program works. Let's go back to PJ. PJ, <laughs> Matthew, you've had uh, more than a couple seasons here now in the U.S., and again, uh, you've acquitted yourself uh, very well, very early in your career here on our shores. Uh, what's your favorite racetrack out of uh, the Moto America current uh, lineup of uh, tracks throughout the season? Oh, you know, I definitely think that I like the tighter, twister tracks. You know, probably like um, the Virginia and and Barber are definitely some of my favorite tracks. But you know, Laguna Seca is also really, really cool. You know, you have the corkscrew and the first corner there is absolutely wild. I mean, you fifth gear flat out, cresting the V hill, getting a Speed wobble, drag, and the bikes wheeling. So, you know, I definitely have quite a few favorite um, tracks here. You know, the, 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 the track at uh, Virginia, I, I have experience, I've announced there, and I will tell you, it is uh, for racers, incredible. For race fans, I think it's even better uh, because there are parts of the track where racers absolutely disappear and then they reappear. And if they're going through an S or they're coming down and around that one, do you remember the, the corner I'm talking about, Tony? Uh, comes down uh, way over here and then in front of the announce uh, stand building, registration building, et cetera, at VIR. Do you remember that? It's so fast when they come out of that corner. It's like you have been launched. Um, the speed you guys uh, are able to attain and maintain is, is scary fast. Are you ever just, I mean, listen, your your leathers are black, right? Yeah, kind of, like a little bit of gold, black, white, yeah. Okay, but is there ever a time when you're absolutely frightened? To, you know, you're putting the speed on your own bike, but the, there are other guys around you that don't have the control you do. No, I mean, I, I think, 
you kind of, you know, know that you're going quickly, but you don't really think of it um, at that point. I think you're more focused on looking at your break marker or your, you know, tipping point. So, yeah, but sometimes when you, um, um, as you first crash and you first hit uh, the ground, you kind of are like, oh, shit, I'm absolutely hauling ass here. Okay. Yeah, that is exactly. It's it's funny. Every, that sounds like a lot of my track days I've done. <laughs> it, it absolutely. <laughs> and I wasn't. <laughs> For people who've never ridden a, a, any motorcycle, it doesn't even have to be a race bike. On a racetrack, you will find, and it's the hardest thing for people who who've not done it to to grasp. The last thing in the world you think about is your actual number of your speed. Uh, Road America is a great example, or Road Atlanta, some of the faster tracks. So you grab a lap. You don't. You don't even. Yeah. You don't even. The last thing you're looking for is the speedometer, and and Matthew hit the nail on the head. Until you're on the ground, separating yourself from your motorcycle, at which point (laughs) your actual ground speed, your ground speed becomes very relevant and very apparent. (laughs) Outside, I've crashed at turn one at Road America twice, and it's both times on one time on the gas, and I was flying. I mean, I had no idea. Do you go on your back mostly? Yeah, you try to, you know, yeah. pr- protect the moneymaker, as they say. You got to keep your face uh, <laughs> off the ground. Oh, it's your face. <laughs> yeah, keep That's your face off the about. ground. Okay. <laughs> Matthew, where have you, you you mentioned you've pretty much moved your life here. Uh, where have you settled at in uh, in these great United States? Um, in Woodstock, um, uh, Georgia, on the East Coast. Oh, okay, so nice. close, um, close to Rhode um, Atlanta. Yes, yeah, probably about a hour, 15 minutes out, and I'm absolutely loving things. You know, the weather's great, the people are really, really cool and friendly, and you know, it kind of uh, reminds me of uh, back home slightly. Yeah, you, you can ride. You can ride barber literally almost year round. I mean, they have. Is that right? Uh, well, there's there's going to be events there's usually the, dates, the right? end of October, beginning of November. There's there's track days. Matthew's not necessarily a guy who goes there, but the track's open, and he we probably will be going there. Yeah. You can do those, and then they're back running in March. Are you guys allowed to? Is there any rules that says a pro can't go to the track day or something at when they're having local? No, um, we can go to uh, track days, just not I think thirty or thirty-one days before an actual um, uh, race. Yeah, I got you. Circuit. Yeah. What's yeah, that, what's that one cat's name? Tony. Um, Cameron Peterson. Eli- Elias? Tony, Tony Elias. Oh, oh. Tony Elias. Son- Tony Sunglasses, we call him. Tony are, Sunglasses. Are there... Are there <laughs> Tony Pizza, yeah. <laughs> are there... Okay, that was you, not us. Um, are there are there guys that you just desperately love to race against because they push you based on their performance as well? Uh, I mean, I think that's every single guy in the Moto Superbike class. You know, everyone's there riding at the absolute you know limit, and no one's... I mean, in... They've been racing for years and years, kind of thing, you know. Um, whether it's you know Lewis, Heron, Fong, Bobier, Tony, you know Roger. I mean, I've had so many battles. You know, I mean, I can't really pick out someone, but I think every single rider there is. Now you're just name dropping, Matthew. Yeah, cool. yeah, we, yeah. we thought you'd we be already, above that. We already know those guys. <laughs> yeah. so I was going to name I was drop. Gonna, okay. I was going to ask you who I you're. I know people. I'm cool, guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah, well, you're in the you're in the right part of the country for sure. Uh, I was going to say who yeah. are you training with, but uh, gosh, given where you're living, I mean, are you making trips over to Heron's place for the uh, weekly smack talk on the on the go kart tracks there on some supermoto equipment? What fun! What fun! 
Yeah, I mean, I, I've been out to Heron's compound uh, a, a couple times, and we just uh, ride by there and have, have fun. I've been up to Colorado to visit Cameron Peterson, been to California. You know, so I, I like seeing friends and some, some of the other superbike riders. Is it true that Josh is going to be producing some Heron Hound uh, uh, events this year? Have you heard that? Heron yeah. Hounds? Who is? No. no, he's joking. He's trying to make a joke. I actually made a joke. You just didn't laugh. Okay, so you <laughs> need to listen laughing. a little bit closer or stop getting your hair cut. Motocross so is pretty big where you live too. You you getting on the motocross bike much? Yeah, you know that's probably what I do most of my time uh, training on. Yeah, the motocross bike. Yep. So, t- you were how old when you started racing um, motorcycles? Uh, I started on a Pee fifty when I was about. Uh, seven. I did uh, my, my first national back home when I was about eight, and then moved to road race when I was maybe around fourteen, fifteen. Now in South Africa, that's where you're from, right? Yes. Um, yeah. and a lot of people envision Africa as being a country full of wild animals. Uh, in the southern part of of the uh, continent, uh, are there a lot of uh, you know? Tony's almost hit uh, a deer before. PJ, I know you've come close, but are there animals that uh, that get in the way of good good quality racing? Uh, I mean, back home we've had cows crossing the beach track, or had a random like you know dog or a buck crossing. But otherwise, you know, most of the times in you know cities and stuff, so we don't see too many wild um, animals. But you can go to sanctuaries and you know parks and stuff, and and go and see lions and whatnot. There's a kid named Sompi Erasmus, and he's from South Africa. Sompi? Sompi, yeah. And uh, he was on his way to being a professional motocross racer, had a contract with, I believe it was Factory Honda, and uh, right after he signed, he was paralyzed. Um, so he raced in the- I remember this yeah, guy. So he raced in the adaptive class in uh, here in the United States, the X Games, right? as a paraplegic. <clears throat> and I guess he went back home- to uh, take care of the family business or whatever, but he told me that the the uh, the government is completely screwed up in South Africa now, and they've like it's the crime is terrible. And is wow. it is it like that everywhere or just where he lives, Matthew? I mean, there are definitely certain certain spots that are really really bad, you know. But if I think uh, I think if you're living in some of the major cities, it's not. So that's a ringing endorsement uh, for tourism. No, I just said they had like rolling blackouts and all kinds of stuff because the government's so screwed up that this, it's not regulated anymore. And it must just be where Sompi lives. And I just wondered, it. I always thought it'd be neat to go there, but then he kind of talked me out of it. No, I mean, some of uh, our cities and some spots are, you know, top, top um, uh, notch. But yeah, like I was saying, there are certain spots that you would not uh, go to kind of thing. But obviously living there, you learn where to go and what not to go. Sure. It's 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 still kind of unnerving to me that you have uh, cats while big enough that they can eat you <laughs> and uh, other animals that you can ride, but they're herds that, that go on for miles, what do they call them, water buffalo or uh, things yeah, like that. Yeah. But Will that's mostly in the central part of, of, the, of the continent. Is that right? Will the beast? I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they like they gum the buffalo kind of, kind of thing. You know, I mean, we've got uh, parks and sanctuaries where they will, will like, keep all of the um, um, animals and stuff, but they're not just roaming around in the backyard kind of thing. You're not going to be having lunch one day and lion just rolls up, you know. 
Hey, look, I'm, <laughs> hey, that doesn't happen. I'm deathly, af- deathly afraid of of snakes, and rattlesnakes live where I live. I mean, right yeah. there, you do have rattlesnakes. We have don't bad you? rattlesnakes, yeah. and you'll see them crossing the roads a lot in the summertime, and yep. in our right? ditches. And you yeah. bet, yep. I got a big wood pile right now, and and sorry to interrupt, but I was pulling wood out of it the other day, and I'm thinking, is that oh, what you call it now? Yeah, it's a big wood pile that I got, <laughs> and I'm because I'm splitting wood. Anyway, it's not, it's not that big, Roman. Okay. Um, <laughs> And I was I was seriously looking and making sure that I was not going to wake up, come and surprise myself with the rattlesnake. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I don't uh, even like the bull snakes. No, those I great kill big them all. bull snakes. Yep. Yeah, yep. that's why you carry a hatchet. What about snakes over there? They got snakes over there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pythons, big ones too. <laughs> big ones. Yeah, I'm out. Uh, you're out. Okay. Uh, sponsorship role, Matthew. Who do you want to thank? Uh, you know, obviously the Jamalu uh, Westby guys have been absolutely um, uh, great during the 2018 season. I really thank them uh, with all my heart and stuff. And you know, obviously Bowl and Spitty have been my uh, personal private sponsors, and I'm really happy that we will be joining them back in the 2019 season. Well, it's been great talking with you. This portion of the show brought to you by uh, Eight Acres and a Big Wood Pile. Um, <laughs> <laughs> see you're gone matthew this is what happens you'd never you're take a week for, off you're son. gone I gotta for tell a little, you. gone for a few weeks you come <laughs> back hell, you get you come back and they just harass you oh no that's not harassment you want to you want harassment uh, that's next I already, segment i already had harassment hey i i gotta tell you uh matthew it's 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 cool having you on the show we're Always. really glad you're here in the united states and Thanks it's so much, it, it's an absolute pleasure to watch you race and we we want to see you Big fans uh, battle for a championship next year man we got a new song for you based on uh, the color of your primary color of your your leathers okay little band we know is acdc it's a song we call back in black actually everybody calls it back in black but anyway we appreciate it so take this song with you to heart that's your new song okay Thank you, boys. Cheers. There we go. Cheers to you, my friend. This portion of the show brought to you by our friends at Swell Vodka, six times distilled, six times filtered. Swell Vodka belongs in the well of your local watering spot. Ask for it at your favorite spot at Swell Vodka. Also, by our very good friends at Fly Racing. Fly Hard Parts are something you need to uh, well, you need to check out. You can find that information online at flyracing.com. But I'm talking about uh, their innovative boot wash stand. Fly Racing designers are committed to making quality hard ports you can count on. Visit flyracing.com or see your local Fly Racing authorized dealer for a full list of available Fly Hard Parts. What's up? It's Kyle Regal. You're listening to Pit Pass Radio. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply